I don't know. Be. Do you know dumb people that are emotionally <laughs> empaths? Are there any dumb empaths out there? <laughs> dumb empaths. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, you, you know, you seem like you've seen a lot of shit, but you're dumb as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. You, like, you get, like, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But I don't understand. You have a lot of worldly knowledge, <laughs> yeah. but you're dumb as shit, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess you know it's like street smarts. Okay, maybe I think because there is a thing you could have street smarts and not have book smarts. Well, street smarts is a different thing. You know, empaths are just like I, I understand what you're going through. You know, I don't think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't. That's different than street smarts. That's, yeah, you're right. In fact, I know a lot of empaths who are not street smart. So yeah. those are definitely don't have an overlap. I mean, they get conned a lot, right? Yeah, okay. they're they're too naive. So it could be a leftover trait from the Neanderthals. But are they very sensitive to pain? Like they can't take being hurt. Yeah. Wait, who? The empaths? Or the, I'm so lost. Well, let's say the empaths now today. Um, I'm not even sure how empathy got woven in. To be honest, it just came in. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Because you said that they're sensitive, well, to pain. Yeah. But empaths have been also known to be sensitive, like they can't take little scratches, you know? Oh, you're saying, I see where the connection came from. Yeah. You're saying that people who are sensitive to, you're saying that empaths tend to be sensitive to pain also. Yeah. And it's sort of that, what that transmutative... Yeah. If X equals Y <laughs> and Z equals Y, then X equals Z type See, of a thing. We do have X-Men. We have mutants now today that have not powers, but just like really useless powers. Like they can find paper clips extremely well, you know? Think about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can make money off of, <laughs> off of that ability. You know what I mean? There's got to be a way. They're extra sensitive to like cold, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we all have dumb superpowers now. You know what I mean? And they can hear a car alarm go off. Like, my superpower is I can find an arcade anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) See? I'm an X-Men. Yeah. (laughs) So, I think... um, I don't know where to go with that. So, I'm just going to go back to to, uh, superpowers. I'm going to go back to... uh, The Neanderthals. To the Neanderthals. What what I wonder about is... Neanderthals, I don't... I don't think. Do you think they had street smarts? Because <laughs> they kind of got fucked. You know what I mean? Like I don't, by the Homo sapiens. By the Homo sapiens, right? So that's what I think. It's like Neanderthals were super intelligent, but they didn't have street smarts. <laughs> yeah. So they're back in like the caveman times. You see the Homo sapien doing the card thing. Come on, find the lady. Find yeah. the lady. Find the lady. And yeah. the end, was like, oh, how can we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fix the card, and they drag the Neanderthal out back. In yeah. There. <laughs> oh, you lost. They're gonna have to give me your kneecaps now. Yeah. <laughs> Homo sapien logic, you know. <laughs> you lost. You're gonna have to give me your kneecaps. <laughs> well. And the other I was just like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I thought we were Ben Grapes. You know? <laughs> oh, it makes sense, Neanderthal. Yep. It makes sense. And that's how they all died out. And that's <laughs> why we don't have Neanderthals anymore. <laughs> or it's like an Oregon Trail when they're shooting buffalo. Yeah. You kill all the buffalo, but you only take 200 pounds of meat in the game. Okay. But all the buffalo are dead. Oh, but you, you <laughs> slaughtered the entire... Somehow you only got like a human body's worth of, of mass out of, yeah. out of like a 500 pound buffalo. They're like, yeah. oh my God, you killed them all and you only took that much. Yeah, the rest is for the bacteria. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> for know. For everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very But that's interesting. how Homo sapiens survived. We took Wait, their kneecaps. Wh- 
I don't understand the Buffalo connection either. I don't. <laughs> there is is no, that another transmutative, <laughs> fucking like transitive? No, no, it's just association a, rule. We just, if 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 Neanderthals lost their kneecaps, <laughs> then you get two hundred pounds worth of buffalo meat. You know, I don't. I don't that's follow. a good saying. This is how, <laughs> this is how logic works. Well, it's just you, you killed them all, right? Okay, but to what end, right? Oh, you're saying okay. We killed a Neanderthal. Took their kneecaps. Yeah. But only the kneecaps. But to what end? What did we get out of it? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think we, we bred with some of them, right? Some. So, some of them. Some of them were like, okay, you're you're a sexy tall. You're a sexy ninja tall. You're a sexy. So. Affirmative to pain. Yeah. And know my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you're very emotional, like sexy. You. Some of them some of them mated. 1-800-HOMO-SAPIEN. one 800 Yeah. Um, yeah, so supposedly a bunch of us have Neanderthal DNA yeah. in us, inside of us. I don't know if I do, but I know that you do. Yeah, I know that you do. <laughs> <laughs> tell. Anyway, so if you see someone who lacks street smarts, but they've got book smarts. Yeah. That's the DNA. Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I know you do. <laughs> You've been taking my DNA again. I've <laughs> been <laughs> sampling it, Adam. Doing that 23 and me again. <laughs> And something's off. <laughs> you have like... What planet are you from? <laughs> you have a perfect genome. <laughs> it's, just, it's like that movie. <laughs> the Fifth Element? Yeah. <laughs> My God. You, you, you have a perfect genome? <laughs> He's perfect. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> My God, they do make him perfect. <laughs> it's awesome, man, dude. We Leo does. This is gonna be an episode two. We're gonna get Bruce Willis in there. He's gonna be your love counter <laughs> counterpart, your romantic counterpart. I ain't worried that strap white thing. <laughs> <laughs> Adam oh, Dallas multipass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. They know it's a multi. This chair, this chair is so broken. Okay. Oh my God, he's perfect. He's, he's perfect. <laughs> with a yellow, with an orange wig on. <laughs> oh, I got rusty. <laughs> I'm gonna die laughing here, man. Okay. Okay, where were we? I just the orange wig put me over, man. I can't, can't do it. I'm gonna do that as a Halloween costume. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Not sorry. Take, no, it's cool. You guys cool. take that image and you run with it. <laughs> you put it on milk cartons. <laughs> put it on milk. Okay. Um. Anyway, but I want to talk about aliens a little bit. Okay. And your DNA. So again, we're going back to 300,000 years ago, right? Mm. And um, basically. 300,000 years ago, dude. Um that's a lot of time. Like you said it's a drop in the bucket. We are a drop in the in the yeah. proverbial. I mean, if you have uh, other entities cloth. that live like eons, yeah. We're just like the little blip. They're like, "Oh yeah, that little planet there had life on it at one time." Yeah. Not anymore now. <laughs> so, how many times? Cuz here's the thing. Supposedly within like, I don't know, <laughs> If you go like 10,000 years into the future, mm -hmm. like a bunch of the shit that we've built would be just just gone. 
just gone. You know what I mean? I don't know how much. Mm-hmm. You go 300,000 years in the future? You know what I mean? Everything's gone. Like, basically everything's gone. You know what I mean? Um, or buried, at least, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm curious, like, skyscrapers and stuff like that, how much of that would, would remain. But you look in the past, too, and you see these massive cities. Mm-hmm. Just massive, buried under the under the ground, like massive temples that are just buried. The entire temple's buried. Yeah. So I'd imagine even our skyscrapers. I mean, look at Pompeii, right? That was a whole city by a volcano. Okay, and the volcano erupted and it's gone. Yeah. So if the Earth or everything else just shakes and everything else is there, it'll be gone too. Wind erosion, weather, animals, whatever. Mm-hmm. Buildings, you know. Skyscrapers, like you said, would fall mm-hmm. under their own weight. Yep. <clears throat> and then erosion, landslide. I'm curious to, long, to know how long a skyscraper could stand without maintenance. Without know? maintenance. So you have wind, weather. Because the windows will break eventually. Yeah. I'd give the windows at least six years. Then the, then the interior is going to start to get ripped off. Mm-hmm. Because wind going through. And then you've got steel structure, which is vulnerable to water at that point. Yeah. And, right? Once the... <clears throat> support beams start to rust away mm-hmm. and then it starts to collapse under its own weight it falls over takes other buildings with it right and then once everything's leveled you got more erosion going down uh, rusts away right turns back to dust I'd say even with like 3,000 years yeah they would be gone be gone just mm-hmm. complete vanished the only thing that would be standing though is something that resists uh, like nature or like growth of uh, plants Iron, no, not iron. What? What? What's something that is really toxic to plants? Copper. I don't know. Plants can deal with copper, can't they? I think so. But some, you know, anywhere that you have a high it's, level of metal, okay, plants don't like to grow around it. Really? Yeah. I would think that they would take nutrients from the metal. Some can. It's hard to say like because minerals and stuff. I don't. There, uh, I do know there's like this uh, statues, you know, okay. like big bronze statues. Plants won't go, grow around them because there's something about the ionized metal okay. that just drives the plant life away. So imagine everywhere there would be a statue, it'd be like a blank open area. Weird. Right? So you could have like those vines, those crawly vines, mm-hmm. but the statue would be pristine. Well, not pristine, but it would be free of like growth. Yeah. Except for damage due to, like, hurricanes, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, everything just leveled back to, like, the Stone Age. Okay. No technology. You don't see... I mean, if you dug deep, you would find remnants of a building. But you'd have to dig. Right. Because you have uh, landslides, rain, earthquakes. Yeah. All that. So everything we built won't last forever. (laughs) Think about that, man. 3,000 years, it's going to be hard to find us. You know, 30,000 years, it's going to be almost impossible to find us. 300,000 years, dude, good luck. You know, yeah. finding any trace. You'll be lucky to find, like, um, uh, what, what's it? Like, if we sealed something in metal and, like, buried it like a time capsule, you'd be lucky to find that. So, what's crazy, man, is you can think of, like, you know, you have all these species. We talked about this kangaroos. We talked about how <laughs> how the, all these different species might be um, sort of the next runner-up cephalopods. Yeah, you spoke about cephalopods. Squid, uh, squid. Talking. How? What if there was another species that evolved, or even just not even another species? What if humanity specifically? Because we're talking about three hundred thousand years. We're talking about humanity. Mm-hmm. What if we evolved to be an advanced civilization? You know what I mean? And then 
you know, meteor hit something, something, right? Mm-hmm. And just wiped us out. I was hearing a guy on Joe Rogan actually talking about this idea that the reason why the Americas was so far behind mm-hmm. was because they they actually were rivaling us. You know, you look at the pyramids and the statues and stuff in in uh, ancient Egypt. You know. Uh, ancient Greece, they had similar structures over here with the Maya, you know what I mean, the Aztecs. Yeah. So they were they were on par with us technology wise. Yeah, and then they got set back through some sort of massive climate event. Was what he was mentioning. So, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that where the where they're saying the Mayans were just you know whole cities were wiped out. Yeah, but only the structures were left. Yeah. So you see the temples and you see like the remnants of a city, but they're like we're the people, right? But they basically wiped out enough of the of enough of the city that they started over, basically, yeah. and so it set them back like three thousand years, and that's why when that's why we were you know the colonists came you know whatever <laughs> they were like so primitive. Well, otherwise, they would have been probably equal, if not greater, in power to that, the Europeans. Yeah, that would be interesting to see if whatever that was didn't happen to them. Right. And they just kept advancing, and then the Europeans come over. Would they still see them as gods? Because they had more technology. They came on boats, you know? Yeah. And here they were. Because once a city collapses, what happens to the survivors? They go off to join other tribes, right? They get absorbed into those other cultures. Yeah, but they lose so much. You know, if your oh, yeah. cities are your centers of uh, of knowledge, you know, if you're working out in the fields and the city is destroyed, yeah. you know what I mean, you probably don't take that knowledge with you. You know what I mean? I don't know. But uh, well, you, I guess you take your day to day knowledge. I mean, even now, like look at these microchips that we're building. Look at these computers, these cameras. Yeah. Right. If we lose those centers of knowledge. You know, if we got 95% wiped out and we had to basically go back to farming just to stay alive. Yeah. Because that's the problem is you, you, you can no longer work on technology because you have to work on staying alive. Yeah. So it, it, you can no longer rely on food coming in externally. Well, you don't have the you don't have the luxury of just saying, I can go down the street and get a meal. Right. Yeah, you have to work for you it. You now have to spend your entire day tending crops, setting traps, hunting, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Just to, just to stay alive through the winter. But it works better when you're in a village because you have that manpower to survive together. Yeah. But then again, you have winter and everything else coming at you. So even if you have people who survive, who, ha- who know how to build microchips, they don't have... It doesn't take just one person. Even if you have the knowledge, it takes a, it takes you know a couple hundred people to to build the the infrastructure needed to to build this type of technology. Mm-hmm. And then they need support. They need the they need the construction workers to, to go in and the engineers to go in to build the buildings in which they're built. Right? Yeah. They need to house they need uh, farmers to be supplying food. They need transportation. There's all this stuff that you have to have. So even if you have one guy who knows technology still. Mm-hmm. There's no point in him training his kids because they, they can't build computer chips. Well, in that, They're so far away from that. Yeah, in that time frame, if it's back to everything's reset, yeah, it's not useful to say, hey, this is what you do. You get these little tiny gold circuits and you get some silicon sand and you melt that and you lay the you right. know, little tiny ingrains and the kids are just like, but I, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I got no, but you understand. But you, you don't play, understand. You can, there's arcades. <laughs> there's paper clips. <laughs> like airplane, and they're just like that's nice. It's but nice, we, but we want food. We got to eat. Yeah, if you lose a certain critical percentage of your population, it probably doesn't even have to be ninety percent. I would imagine if you lose 30, 40, 50 percent of your population, you you basically reset. 
to a point. Um, you know what I mean? So taking like today's society, let's say a major catastrophic thing happens. 40% of the state is gone. You know, mm-hmm. do you want and your job is no longer here. Yeah. So you're like, okay, do I want to go where there is work or do I just want to sit around and build up what I can from here? I think you start hunting. You start going out. I think it goes back to grit. That's what I mean by grit. I think it completely wipes out. Okay. You 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 find a gun or you start laying traps and you learn how to trap and you learn how to farm. Mm-hmm. Because you can't at that point. There's no infrastructure that you can rely on, and you hope that and you try to make friends with your neighbors, yeah, and build up some sort of a fort or protection <laughs> because you're going to get raided, right? Yeah. So at that point, if 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 you had like a forty percent population wipe, you are learning to hunt, learning to farm, and you're arming up to to, to protect yourself against raiders. And it goes back to basically medieval time. Like it's it's back. To, you're wiped back a thousand years. I would say okay. Let's say that other states aren't as affected. So you know you have a mass X. This. Mm-hmm. But if you're choosing to stay here and make do with what you can with your neighbors, and you're going back to, let's say, not medieval times, but more maybe colonial times. Yeah. So you're you're bartering, you're trading, yeah. you're growing what you can because you own the land. Yeah. Now, there isn't going to be a federal government to come in and tell you this is our land now. Well, governments, we talked about this on an earlier episode. Governments are basically just mature mafia. Yeah. <laughs> so so you will have new competing governments arising. The, you and your friends form a little mini government. Yeah. Right? And in your neighbors, right? And then raiders are another government. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And there's going to be a lot of them. And well, so there's going to be people, people coming in telling you what to do. Yeah. But it's, it's not for your own. You know, they're just... <laughs> They just want to rape you and take your food. <laughs> How I kind of saw it is, is like it's just the one state. Everyone else is doing fine. Though. Okay, so you said you said that you lost forty percent of your state, but the rest of the world's fine. Yeah, I don't think that. See, that's everyone would just flood back in and take over the property again and fix it. You know what I mean? Like, True. It, unless there was something like naturally keeping people out. You know, like some sort of like a like you were isolated for like a virus or something like virus monster or whatever. Yeah. 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 Giant <laughs> zombies, something, right? Jump, z- giant, a, a giant muffin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shit, <laughs> get the fuck away from that muffin. <laughs> Just a giant. that thing is big. I don't want to be... know what happens. Yeah, when you get too c- close to that muffin, <laughs> just lumbering around the hills. <laughs> yeah, what the? F- why would a mu- why a muffin? Uh, the muffins are just. I don't. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the birds get done with it yeah. before anyone else. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Ah. Yes. That's cool. So, so everywhere else is fine, but just your state is suffering for no apparent reason. Yeah. Sparta. Spartans, supposedly, they evolved from the Dorian, Dorianians? Dorinians? Dorinians? Dorians? Dorians. Dorians. Aren't those the guy? Did you watch? So, uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, uh, Troy. Oh, Troy, yes, yes. Because the Greeks are invading Troy in that movie. Yeah. And Troy's yeah, another Achilles. one of those, like, Atlantis and those lost cities, like, you know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. it exist? Okay, that's, that's the thing. Uh, Atlantis. Yeah. Something happens, and they just got absorbed into the other culture, mm-hmm. but they lost all their knowledge. Yeah. So, there goes all that great technology. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? Okay. Again, thing, all it would take, I think, is to lose just a significant 
portion of their infrastructure and they would have to revert to basically tribalism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're trying to teach them about like circuitry, you know? Yeah. And, and they're like, like, go hunt. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Brad Pitt, Dorian's, right? Well, I think he was a Dorian, right? In that uh, Achilles, the I think he was a Dorian, right? In well, that episode. So does that mean, does, does that mean he predates the Spartans? He may, I don't know, because wasn't he like a demigod? Well, yeah, but he was supposedly a Dorian. Okay. So, of a different version of a demigod or a different race of demigods. Well, demigod means half human. So, the yeah. human half was Because his mom Dorian. dipped him in, in what? the toilet. <laughs> I don't know. You know, in the river sticks. She okay. had to hold him by his heel and then dipped him in the river. Well, she should have found a way to like grab some other part of him. <laughs> she got, got a whole rope and pulley yeah, system. Make sure, yeah, make sure it goes all the way under, okay? What kind of mother is this? Like, okay, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to dip you? Yeah, yeah. And you may become immortal? Hmm? We'll see. Maybe. I just, this happens a lot. This is what happens with, rope with magical thinking. When you allow yourself to believe things with no sort of consistency consistency is the affirmation of reality yeah okay so that's how we know things this chair yeah <laughs> that's how we know things are real in life by the way well it's when testing and seeing the results when the results it's not just seeing the results but seeing that the results are consistent okay so back in the day they're like hey we got this neat stuff that looks like liquid metal mm-hmm. mercury you know yeah Oh, we can play with it. We can touch it. Oh, I'm Ooh. dead. <laughs> hey, Let's that guy try died. that again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me check this out. Look at that. Oh, that's the... <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Okay. He's okay. dead. That's consistently killing people. Yeah. Now I know there's a problem. Hmm. What can we do with this? <laughs> and what do they do? Let's bury our emperor with it, you know? Yeah. Let's let's uh, put it on hats. Yeah. Let's make the haberdasher go mad. Where did we learn anything? Ah. <laughs> uh. I mean, there's so many stuff like that. Did you did you hear about the? Did you see the video? Uh, Joe Scott answers with Joe. He, oh. does, he does a video. Am I talking? I'm talking. Into, the <laughs> mic talking. was on my nose, so I'm. So, let me say that again. Answers no. with Joe. Consistently learning. <laughs> I don't learn things. All right, answers with Joe. Uh, he talks about like the the radon women or whatever. Like they had factory workers, and it was like a great job for women to go okay. work in this factory with radioactive material. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like um, how fucking disgusting are we that we did that? You know we, I mean? we put radio uh, radioactive tiv- um, uranium into like toys in the fifties. Jesus Christ! We never learned. We thought it was like powerful, like it would somehow like imbue you with power. Oh, and it, like so they would put it in makeup. They would do so. They, the the here's the thing that's what's fucked up about it though mm-hmm. is like the manager would walk down the show floor in like radioactive protective suit. Yeah, so he's safe. So he's safe. So clearly we knew it was dangerous. And then the women are like licking their, 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 they're like pressing against their, like part of the process to like, was like press these things together with their lips. Oh, really? So they're like ingesting this shit. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that and like snake venom and, you know, mm-hmm. you talked about like the mercury. There's so many things where we just fucking had no clue and we're like, hey, uh, you know, it's we can we can sell this. You know, it's yeah, we can. Venom. We can sell it. It's know? just fine. So again, we're not humans. Are not like some sort of like noble race. No, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Uh, yeah, that's why we haven't been inducted to like a other world intergalactic right, yeah, federation. Yeah, yeah. And they're like looking at us and they're like, they're still playing with mercury. <laughs> they're still playing with mercury. Give them a couple hundred years, guys. Okay, maybe a couple thousand. Yeah, they come kind of guys are like, okay, they're still doing the mercury. They come out. They've got like the you know, and they're like, ooh, ooh, we'll be, 
We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that does, right? <laughs> Um. Yeah. So anyway, the Dorians. Yeah. So I think I think Achilles was a Dorian man, and they are supposedly the the ancestors of the Spartans. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't get was that Spartans in the movie, like three hundred, are like free. They're like a free people. Well, yeah. But it. But they're also like slaves. I thought they were like the special uh, tactical team that was called upon whenever things got really bad. Like Weapon X. Yeah. They were the Weapon X mm-hmm. of the Greek a- Empire. And then you had um, Caesar, who wasn't even there yet. <laughs> he wasn't there yet, but he was involved. Yeah. He would say, hey, yo, I got a problem. <laughs> Sending the Spartans and the Dorians and the Trojans. So the Spartans would come out with their little metal claws. Yeah. And they all had antimanium on their bones. Man, history's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so... That's one thing I don't actually understand is were the Spartans slaves or were they free? How would it be to be a Spartan? So here's another interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Spartans, if you watch the movie, this is all based off the movie 300. <laughs> of course. This is how much we know about it. <laughs> History. Spartans, but I think this was real, right? Mm-hmm. That they would actually dis- discard their weak. Okay, so they would. I think that was a true thing. Mm-hmm. And here's what's interesting about that in our society today, Okay. There's a struggle between survival of the fittest and uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. Diversity allows for new traits to be derived, right? Yeah. Which can be even stronger than the traits of today. Mm-hmm. Survival of the fittest selects for the currently most fit traits. But if you go too far with survival of the fittest... Yeah. If your if your selection criteria are too strong, you will create a species that is very fit at surviving against that selector, but, but nothing else. But you but nothing else. Mm-hmm. So something else comes in orthogonal. Something else comes in from the side, mm-hmm. a different selector, right? Yeah. And just wipes them out. So for example, you know, you could you could come up with a species uh, that is very, very strong in an environment where there is in a very, very intense amount of sunlight. Yeah. They have dark skin. They produce a lot of melanin, right? But then something comes out, blocks out the sun. You have, you have, a, uh, you know, you have a nuclear winter. You have a, a meteor impact or something like that. Just the sky change. gets covered, yeah. Yes, yeah, and sun, sun goes way down. And now suddenly this species is vitamin D deficient, mm. right? And gets wiped out. Right, and you have. If you don't have diversity in your gene pool, mm-hmm. then what happens is the species gets entirely destroyed. So you want diversity. Well, that that goes without saying because, okay, in today's society, you have the people who draw the plans for the buildings, the mm-hmm. architects and whatnot. Then you have the people who build the buildings, right? Who are adverse to carrying heavy objects and doing manual labor. Right. right. So you have a combination of the both to build a building. Mm-hmm. So you have an end result of a magnificently huge skyscraper that wasn't possible like 20, it's not 30 po- years ago. Yeah, it's not possible in a purest uh, version of survival of the fittest. Part of being fit is being diverse, and people lose that. Mm-hmm. People lose that. They focus on like one specific trait. Oh, he's strong. He's more fit. Yeah. What about cognitive capacity? That, so you could have someone who's very cognitively developed who potentially has the ability to invent new armor 
mm-hmm. new ballistics, new everything, new right? weapons. New so weapons. he may be able to create a species that is more fit in mm-hmm. the future than anything even possible today. But he has to survive, mm-hmm. and he's weaker from a physical standpoint. So, what is strength? Strength is just the. It's not the characteristic of a person who can do many things at once. It's the diversity of how we all work together. Strength is diversity. Yeah. You don't have to add a selector because selectors will come. Oh, and yeah. when, when a selection event is not happening, you want to be increasing your diversity as much as possible. And people don't think that. People are like, okay, there could be a selection event in the future. We all have to be strong along this vector, as strong as we can. Yeah. But then they neglect these other vectors. What if the selecting selection event comes in along these other vectors? What if you're challenged by an alien species that is weak physically, mm-hmm. but stronger cognitively? Well, and, technological. And they, or yeah. Technologically. And you've been focusing on the Spartan-like strength. You've been discarding yeah. babies who are weak. It's right? the warrior wizard mentality. You know, it's like you got to have your wizards and your healers. Then you come in and you, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> This alien species just obliterates you without even batting an eye. Yeah. All your strength is for nothing because you focus on one strength. Yeah. One vector. Whenever you you shouldn't impose selection artificially, no. because you don't know what strengths, what hidden strengths that baby has that may have saved your species a hundred or a thousand years from now. Immunity or whatever it may Some, be. Maybe maybe they care carry the last gene in your in your gene pool that's immune to some virus that's going to wipe you out a thousand years from now. And by leaving them in your gene pool, you mm. may be a little bit physically weak. You may have some members of your of your species that are a little bit less dense. And in terms of muscle mass, yeah. right? But they're immune to this virus that comes in and just wipes out everyone else. Well, right? it, and as a result, you only lose maybe 30% of your population. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, just say what you're going to say, man. Well, swear. it's called, you know, hedging your bets against any type of unforeseeable thing. But that's the thing. We cannot foresee everything that will happen. We don't know what's going to happen, you know, 100,000 years or 300 years we can predict, you know, movements in like uh, people population, trends and what people like, how people are acting, you know, the violence against other people. We can predict those trends, but when it comes to like the unforeseeable, we just try to do what we can, you know. So it's like we don't know what's going to happen, but we adapt to it. That's our strongest thing is that we're able to adapt and the reason we're able to adapt is because we are diverse. Yeah, we have these things. Diversity! <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Live it. Love it. <laughs> what's the other one? Embrace that? it. Affirmative With action. It. Okay. Yeah. Diversity. Affirmative action. Diversity is strength. Yeah. That we all come together and we adapt and we overcome. Strength along a single vector is retardation. You need to strengthen yourself along multiple vectors. And that means maximizing your diversity and not artificially selecting because you don't know what actual natural selector is going to come along. And if you didn't prep for the right selector, you're Even if you didn't prep it, you know, you would, like I said, you will adapt. Because you have these... Well, no, you'll adapt if you're diverse. If you're not diverse, if we do what Spartans do and we throw the babies out. That oh, we don't yeah. like. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're like the Spartans. You're like, and, then the, and then you happen to throw out the one baby that's immune to the virus that you're going to encounter 10 years from now. Yeah. Right? Then you're f***ed. You can't adapt if you're not diverse. That's so the point. So you're saying the Spartans shouldn't be held up to high standards of like 
Yes, Perfection. a lot of people look up at Spartan culture and they raise it up on a pedestal mm-hmm. as purity, as perfection. But it isn't. But it's not. It's strength along a single vector, mm-hmm. which is actually weakness along all other val- vectors, right? True strength is a balance. That doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue physical strength. You should, absolutely. But not mm-hmm. at the comp, not at, you know, through the compromise or the loss at the expense of the other strength yeah. vectors. Emotional strength. Mm-hmm. The ability to work together as a species is part of emotional strength. Being able to care for your loved ones so that they can have the time that they need to develop strength is part of emotional strength. Yeah. Mental strength <laughs> so that you can see things. So you're saying that we should. Vocal strength. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> But yes, you're saying that we shouldn't have Spartan like <laughs> emblems. I don't. There's nothing wrong with having Spartan emblems, but a lot of those people who put those Spartans up on a pedestal are are uh, racial purists, okay. right? And that's a dangerous road to go down because you are strengthening one specific trait. Yeah. All you fucking milk drinkers out there. <laughs> Drinkers. You're strengthening your ability to drink milk, yeah. but you're weakening your ability to expose yourself to the sun, right? Well, okay. So, so there's, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, if we ended up in a world where the sun got hotter and all of us needed more melanin, <laughs> you're gonna regret breeding for only the milk drinkers, right? But <laughs> like, see, they're it, trying that's to use... the fucking trait that you selected. <laughs> You know, <laughs> mate, mate, you know. I get what you're saying. They're just using that as an Good scapegoat. <laughs> you can drink milk. <laughs> I hope that saves you when the radius of the sun reaches Venus. You'll be able to drink milk. They- Congratulations. <laughs> but they're just using that as an scapegoat to say this is how we're strong, right? Yeah. So it's bullshit what they're actually doing, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's like throwing sand into the wind and watching it get in their own eyes. Yeah. (laughs) They're blinding themselves, so it doesn't really matter. It's just like that. Do you stop? It's literally that. That It's literally like... That is, li- I mean, literally, literally. It's literally that. That yeah. is literally what it is. I'm not, I don't mean figuratively. No, it is. It that. is literally. Th- it's the same thing. Do you see a kid <laughs> playing in the sandbox, throwing sand and getting in his eyes and then crying? Do you go and tell him, hey, what you're doing is wrong? And he says, no, I'm doing what's right because I'm strong. He <laughs> 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 just opens his eyes up. <laughs> <laughs> He's <it's> crying. <laughs> Do you stop him after that? I'm or? strong! <laughs> <laughs> but you let him live, okay? Because yeah. diversity. Maybe you'll need immunity to the sand and you'll have a, a, a small group of people who are dumb as rocks, but yeah. they're immune to sand, okay? They have and sand in their eyes. They have sand in their they eyes. They cry sand. <laughs> they, have, they develop like an extra set of eyelids, you yeah. know? They're like lizards. And they can survive in the fucking Fury Road desert of the future right yeah yeah so let them be just let them be (laughs) um strength man so that's what's interesting man keep that in mind as you look at the spartans and you look up to them is that true strength is in diversity okay yeah don't we should try to make everyone as strong as we can along every vector that we can don't get me wrong natural selection is about strength but just keep in mind that there are different forms of strength and we need to encourage all of them Mm -hmm. now if you find someone who's weak 
That doesn't mean that you don't try to make them stronger, you know? <laughs> they should be tr- we should try to encourage one another to be as strong as we can along whatever vectors we can. Mm-hmm. So go to the fucking gym, learn how to fight, learn how to shoot, armor up, right? Mm-hmm. Harden yourself, okay? Be strong, right? But keep your mind open. But keep your mind open. Yeah. And <laughs> something <laughs> something else to fill in that closing line. Okay. I don't know. How how do you feel about like the predator culture? Because their thing is all about the strongest hunter survives, you know? They have technology. Yeah. And they have their thing about if I hunt the strongest thing and it's, I kill it's it, kind of a, it's kind of a contradiction because I would argue that that mentality would not have allowed them to develop technology. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think that species could actually truly exist because you'd have to have people who specialized in cognitive strength. Yeah, the technology that right. they're using. And that would have come at the expense of some I think, time spent hunting some physical strength, I think. I think mean? they did make mention that they had a, uh, another sub-race of predators yeah. that were all the technology thinkers. I think you'd have to have different classes or sects, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, in order for that to work. But the warrior, was, like the hunter who killed the strongest thing out there was the strongest predator. So they elevated that class higher. Yeah. It's like the UFC fighters, right? Yeah, which are yeah. It's like we I want to be a UFC fighter, man. You can be a UFC fighter. I want to, dude. I'm, I'm, I want, I'm training. I'm training. <laughs> but L- lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it like this: it's like the people that came together to organize the event, build the arena, do all that. The stuff that they don't yeah. want to do, and then they just go out and fight, and then they yeah. get elevated. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I want to raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing is, there's creativity too. So you look at the, at the creatives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who you know, maybe they love spending hours looking at different color palettes. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to like offend gay people by doing that in a gay voice. There's a stereotype that gay people are creatives, and I just totally like mm-hmm. hammered that stereotype in. It, you know what I mean? It has been hammered in since the late. I would say. 30s yeah because of that time so i'm sorry gay i'm sorry homosexuals gay people i'm sorry well think of the term i do i do have that stereotype though yeah. i hope that because from that 1930s it was offensive. used as a, re, a derogative term or derogative term thank you that's the word oh to be creative well no no to be the word gay oh yeah because gay meant happy you know yeah and then they're just like no we're gonna and then people started using it as like no you're being gay you know they they said it like that. But they say I don't think gays ever been derogatory. That and I'm gonna have to bars and tone that out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I said? It's the f word, which is more despicable than fuck, which I won't bleep out. Because we're we gonna love that <laughs> one. Because that one, yeah. But that means also cigarette. Back yeah. in the day. But I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Um, I don't think gay is derogatory. I think gay is the accepted term. It's just like. <laughs> He's like you'll see jokes about someone and they'll like say like black they'll call someone black and yeah. they're like and then but someone I mean, when, will be like that's derogatory You're like what well, no that's not derogatory there's nothing wrong with being black you know no 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 I mean it's not like that gay. but when you say it like hey that was super you know instead of saying the word stupid or something like that you put the the word gay in there oh the one I'm thinking about is the office when when Michael Scott 
he calls someone a Mexican. Oh, right? really? <laughs> and 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 then Michael Scott's like, "Ooh, I wouldn't use that. Term. I wouldn't use that term, like Mexicans derogatory, right? Obviously, yeah. Mexican is not derogatory. Right? Mexican is is a point of pride, especially because yeah. people who are from Mexico. You know, like Viva Mexico. Yeah. You know, they're fucking You're proud Mexican, of it. Mexico, and rightfully so. There's nothing derogatory in that, but to a racist, yeah, who thinks poorly of those people, yeah, they would then associate. Uh, that with a derogatory um, yeah thing or thing. term yeah <sighs> when they some start, eggshells there but you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah where they're like oh that's just so like that you know yeah and they get down anyway that's how they are anyway yeah so the point that I'm trying to make is that there's oh, nothing wrong Spartans. with gay there's nothing wrong with describing someone who is gay as gay gay is fine yeah um, I mean if you use it in a derogatory if you add a derogatory connotation to it yeah with that's, slurs that's different but by itself there's nothing wrong with that word and there's nothing wrong with someone who is gay there is nothing wrong uh, there's nothing fundamentally derogatory in that word so that's fine um, and I don't think there ever has been really I mean some people maybe use it that way um, oh, he started using like Harry Potter. I feel like stuff. maybe gays took that word back. It's like we've taken that word back, and it, we're just gonna own it. And it's just like it's fine. This is a good word. There's nothing I'm, wrong with it. I'm like saying there's nothing wrong at all with anything. I'm like yeah. that's your guys want to do whatever you want to do. So I think that there's some words that we've taken <laughs> back. Uh, one that we've definitely one that's definitely still very obviously the f word. The yeah. other f word is is not something that. Yeah, I want to take back Hufflepuff. Is Hufflepuff used for something now? Does that mean something? Muggle. Muggle? Yeah. No, fuck muggles. (laughs) We're muggles. Oh, Oh, shit. Shit. (laughs) Fuck wizards. (laughs) Yeah, see, just insert fantasy words in your racial tones. I hate I'm sorry my geek friends are gonna are gonna I hate Harry Potter, man. I fucking Uh, hate that series. I just I hate it. You know what? And you know what? You know what? (laughs) People are coming after the writer now too, right? Because she, what did she say? She said something. What did uh, she I say? Think it was something like, like, was it about masks or the virus or something? I can't remember. All the liberals, man, they're they liberals hate anti-maskers, mm-hmm. and I think she said something, and I was like, yes, it was like the anti-maskers against the Harry Potter author. <laughs> or the anti-anti-maskers against the Harry Potter author I was like yes you guys fight <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> you were just happy to hear it. what if you like you know I don't care much for you Spartans around here <laughs> that doesn't make any sense everyone knows Spartans see? I don't. <laughs> see you just get confused you're yeah. like what that yeah. doesn't make any sense what? I'm just gonna ignore you <laughs> yeah <laughs> then you keep walking down the street yeah, yeah. saying <laughs> there is something to that though yeah there's something about uh, like there's certain sort of like like uh, descriptors or tags or labels where it's like you just can't make it offensive because it's so ingrained in people that this is sort of a thing that you look up to mm-hmm. that you can't use it offensively. I don't know. Oh, did you ever see that episode of uh, Flight of the Concords where the guy was, he's like, oh, I hate you New Zealanders with your outback and your shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> and, and he's like, wait, you're thinking of Australians. He goes, oh, where's New Zealand? And he goes, it's right here. You know, it's like a little tiny island right here. And he's like, oh, I got nothing against you guys. I hate those Australians. <laughs> I got nothing against you guys. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> they gave this whole thing about what is it about Australians that we always think they're badass we already said this in another episode we already did yeah. this but it's just like right and we talked about because this, everything's because trying balls. to kill you down there yeah that's what it was it was because yeah. everything's trying to alright anyway Australians that's something too where it's like I don't think people can ever think of Australians negatively it's just like they're just so fucking badass you're just like well that was a prison colony that's why yeah Maybe that's why they're but all, what's interesting is all the Australians you meet, they're just fucking chill ass blokes. You yeah. know what I mean? Is bloke the right word? Is bloke an insulting no, 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 word? No, you can say bloke. Bloke's okay. You're all right, mate. You're all, You're right, bloke. all right, bloke. Bloke, bloke. Hey, bloke. And go and go down there and go get, down a, there. get that 44 megahertz. <laughs> get that 44 megahertz, okay? Anyway, yeah, so they're just fucking chill ass motherfuckers. You know but I mean? again, like you were saying, diversity. Yeah. A lot of the uh, ed, uh, tribes that originally were part of Australia have actually started to go into the culture of. Australia? Yeah, uh, British Australia. That's good. So, Diversity is good. But we're losing that culture of like the Bushmen. That's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not getting like, as long as it's, you know, they're just sort of, there's because there's a sort of more natural merging that's going to happen, right? Like if the Bushmen are fucking the Australians, right? Then, yeah. you're, you know, you're going to have some blending of culture. Again, all society, like they say, all cultures, you know, mixing together and everything, mm-hmm. we're just going to be, uh, semi-tan tone balding you know yeah, yeah remember that South Park episode where they came back from the future to look for work <laughs> I, 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 I do what I can't you, all I remember is that premise right there I don't remember anything else just, just tell me tell me give me the what's in your head uh, pretty much they came back in time because the future's so messed up yeah and they're like oh yeah we came back here to look for work they all look the same they all have the same skin tones no hair and people are like getting mad because they're taking their jobs <laughs> And the futurists are taking the jobs. Yeah, they took a nerd. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It so happen. <laughs> but that's <sighs> the thing, you know, we start mixing with our future selves. <laughs> yeah. And then we become so inbred. Well, that's how you adapt, though. The thing is, I don't think it'll actually happen like that. <laughs> adapt to uh, yeah, it's how you adapt to inbreeding. No, it's exactly the opposite of how you adapt. That's the whole point. Another shining example of why diversity is good. Um, you get bad mutations in one uh, entity, one creature, one instance, one human, right? Yeah. And if they breed with someone else who's too close to them, they stack up. Really too close. <laughs> really too close. Those bad mutations stack up real quick. Yeah. You get a real, really good glimpse of the first-hand example of why that's fucktarded. You know what I mean? You know the famous painting of the... Uh, he was the king of Spain. Okay. He was really inbred. His yeah. chin was yeah. like out to here. Really weird stuff happens. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the royals, man, it just it just devastates them. You know what I mean? Those royal families, they couldn't have babies. A lot of them had trouble reproducing, right? Yeah. Look at this, actual blue blood. And it's like, that's not a good thing. That's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> when you prick them and it doesn't turn red when it hits the oxygen. Really? Yeah. That's a thing? That's a thing. Some people, like, so they prick their finger and it comes up and it's still blue. Like what bright the, blue. Are you serious? That's yeah. a real thing? Does that mean they have like excess copper in there? I've heard there's some species like oct- it might be cephaloplods, plod pods. Plod. They um they actually they instead of iron because we use iron mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes our blood red when it exposes to oxygen. Yeah. But they use copper to carry oxygen instead of iron, oh. and so their blood is blue. So you're saying lizard men are real? They're conspiracy there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you ever seen those videos where they're like, oh look at. Uh, this politician, he's really a lizard man because his eyes blink twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, one yeah. blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a frock. Blink. Blinky blink, 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 blink. It's like, no, he just blinked. and Yeah. 
But whatever. <laughs> oh no, he's laying eggs. Look at him. <laughs> he's laying eggs. <laughs> oh, birds. We said this before. I think birds were an advanced species, man. I they really, were. I they really were think dinosaurs. That, like, if there was aliens, that that fucking yeah, birds. Birds would be aliens. They used to be the. I love birds, dude. They, I'm a bird lover. I'm a lover of birds. <laughs> birds are nice. It's just that they used they evolved from being dinosaurs, you know. Yeah, they did. And then they were raptors. Dude, I just saw an article that birds. They found out that they've actually coexisted with birds for with with dinosaurs for a while. Really? So I used to think you know like raptors evolved into birds, but I think it's actually that raptors and birds had a common ancestor. Okay. So I think that they actually have found some evidence. The problem is birds; their bones are really soft and frail, right? Yeah, they're hollow, and they're rare, very they're unlikely to get stuck in the mud because they're fucking birds you know what I mean mm-hmm. so um, I, I think we just don't have a lot of like fossil evidence of birds but they're starting to find some evidence that birds actually coexisted with dinosaurs so they evolved even earlier so okay. they're, they're, they're they branched off from dinosaurs even earlier than we thought you know what I mean so not a lot of inbreeding for the birds <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, probably not. One nice thing about being a bird is you can go anywhere to find a mate. You know? <laughs> the bird, uh, inbreeding in the birds and the little egg hatches. It's like a lizard. And the birds just look at each other and kick it out of the nest. That's yeah. where dinosaurs come from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I wonder if that evolved because they, you have all these species like a wasp and stuff like that, right? Insects, that were yeah. like they'll like use someone they'll they'll like put their egg in someone else's nest or in someone else's egg actually they'll like lay eggs in another creature's egg insects are really messed up because they'll lay their eggs in another living thing yeah and then let that hatch off and then feed off the living thing yeah and then go out and reproduce more. but i've heard like even worse like they'll they'll actually lay their eggs inside of another egg yeah they'll do that and too. then they'll have the like the the mother or the father the caretaker of that raise raise their offspring for them you yeah know, basically you heard is, about the zombie ants right no where it's like a type of i forget what it is either a fly or a wasp will land in the nest of like um ants okay and then they'll let themselves get eaten but they contain a a, a spore within them that affects the ants no and it goes, fucking way yeah it goes right to their brain and it'll tell the ant to climb up to the highest point where the moss or the fungus will start growing off it and take in sunlight, fall off, and then restart the process all over again. When a micro when a when moss and a fungus can tell a living being to do that, right? That's messed up, dude. That is messed <laughs> up. We talked about sort of like these pre programmed memories like fear of spiders. Yeah. I'd imagine it's a similar structure that the moss is using. It's like it's it's evolved to trigger to to latch onto just the right neural pathway and stimulate it and that just causes this ant to go up you yeah know what I mean? so at first it affects uh the wasp or fly or whatever it is to go fly to a nest get eaten and then affect the whole colony That's so crazy dude um where were we sparta <laughs> shield walls oh yeah the old technique yeah so Hard, yeah continue they all get together you know link link shields and that's effective against spears and everything else but again the diversity of someone else they come with a tank not much use there <laughs> I wonder how big of a shield wall you'd need to prop up a tank 
<laughs> pretty damn big. You're gonna need like eight rows of like different people. The thing about a tank, though, is realistically, like if you're in like an urban situation, right? Like the tank can only fire so fast. True. So you can crawl up on top of it and then set it on fire. And here's the thing about tanks: is you don't even have to break into the tank, right? No. You just have to like create enough heat that the people, the occupants of the tank, don't want to be in the tank anymore. Yeah. Right. You remember in Saving Private Ryan where they took axle grease and made the bomb sticky and then stuck it to the tank? Mm-mm. You never saw that? Okay. No, no, no. So you would take socks, your pretty much your socks, put the detonation device, line it with axle grease, and then slam it against the tank, and it would stick. Dang. Yeah. That's how they used to defeat the, you know yeah. tanks going down the cities. Um, yeah, Saving Private Ryan, he's at the end, and he's just firing like his handgun at the tank. He's like, I ain't going to die keeps firing until an airplane blows up the tank <laughs> hmm yeah I never actually saw that movie you never seen no I, I've heard that it's one that you need to watch but I, I don't know if I'm going to have the stomach for it I've heard it's pretty uh, yeah I don't know maybe it's maybe it's a different movie I'm thinking of is it not is <laughs> are it, you thinking of Child's Play 5 <laughs> yeah Chucky 4 Chucky 4 no yeah I don't know it's, Return I, to Vietnam <laughs> Return to Vietnam Chucky is like, climbs out of a ditch <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna win the war. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. They really took it far from the original series. And then it cuts to Brian and Chucky and she's like <laughs> from World War Two. Um Yeah. Yeah. So uh anyway, the point is I'm trying to make is dude, there's thermal thermal dynamics is something interesting to learn about, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you kill the people inside through heat. Yeah. Oh a heat ray. That's another thing the yeah. Greeks had. Just fucking get a microwave, dude. Just blast oh. it with a microwave. There were 500 microwaves per person in ancient exactly, Greece. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, you know what I mean? Just focus a couple beans of microwaves on that fucker, dude. They, yeah. they are going to have a bad day. Um, <laughs> what, what was the scientist's name of ancient Greek? Uh, Plato? I think uh, Plato. Socrates. Or one of the two. Someone else. They said they had a giant death ray. Are you serious? Yeah, like a bunch of mirrors mounted on a boat and they would focus the dude they sun. could totally do that dude just yeah. get a couple mi- yeah but you know the ancient Greece that's they never seen that you know you could interesting because that's that's technology that you can build like me and you can build yeah you can go get some sand heat <laughs> it up and create a mirror you know what I mean and then and then fucking you got a laser you know what I mean? <laughs> but, and then you just the sun is your laser, right? Yeah. You got this. You got a you've got a a fusion machine in the sky that you don't ever have to maintain that powers your laser, and you've got a fucking like gigawatt laser that yeah. you can fire. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I didn't even think about that. You know, like you get rolled back that far in time. Yeah. You got to worry about raiders and shit. Laser warfare, man. You just fucking build a gigawatt laser. Just, just a giant. Yeah. Solar. They got tanks, away. and you're like, lasered, yeah. lasered. You got a drone coming in the sky, lasered. <laughs> the ancient Greeks had a lot of drones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. There's some of this old tech that's that's more powerful than all the fucking shit that we built today. It's just a fucking, you know, a mirror. Yeah. A mirror can create a weapon that is more powerful than like probably 99% of the weapons that we built today. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, we still have some pretty impressive because the crossbow at the time was like the most advanced thing you could do. Mm-hmm. When you when you had an archer who could only shoot five arrows per like three minutes. Okay, yeah. But then you had a crossbow who could launch a volley of arrows within a couple of seconds. Have you actually watched crossbow versus old bow? I've seen Crossbows those. are not faster. Well, they're not? They took forever to reload. Okay. Yeah. 
What about like the the, 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 the <laughs> classical archer is going to be much faster? The reason the crossbow stuck mm-hmm. is because it didn't require skill to shoot. True, because that's if you had why, if you yeah. could arm a man who didn't know anything about shooting and just let him shoot, yeah, that's why guns are so popular right now. Right, exactly, because you don't you can you can kill someone without any training or skill or discipline, which is what makes them dangerous, right? Yeah. There's something to be said about weapons requiring a certain amount of discipline, because then only the disciplined can use them to a certain degree, right? Obviously, that I think we kind of lost but. that, you know, discipline and the the ability to use a weapon after like. Um, I guess World War One, really. Yeah. Because they become so prevalent, you know? There's a video on YouTube you should watch, though, by the way. They have this pro archer, and he's shooting like a... Was it... Uh, is it in pounds? Like a seven-pound bow? Six-pound bow? Something like that? Okay, it's like uh, a normal maybe bow. Maybe that's the length, seven, six-foot bow? Anyway, the draw strength is incredible. This guy's built like a fucking tank, you know what I mean? Yeah. Upper body, because that's how much strength it took to shoot that bow. And daily physical training. Yeah. To be able to shoot that bow. So the point is the crossbow, it took way longer to shoot a crossbow because you can't just draw it. You have to like use a machine to crank it, you know what I mean? To get that sort of same amount of torque or oh, whatever. Oh, so, okay. Or whatever, or, or tension, right? Yeah. And so it took forever to load the crossbow, but it didn't take physical strength, right? And that's why <laughs> anyone could shoot it because, you know, as long as you could spin the little wheel. Yeah, you'd be fine. You could shoot it. Why don't you have the Van Helsing version where he loaded it like a submachine gun with a bunch of arrows? Yeah, right? <laughs> We're going to go get a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just use a submachine gun. I don't, yeah. Oh no, my crossbow jammed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid Van Helsing. Stupid Van Helsing. You know, the used crossbow is, uh, okay, I finally saw Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, okay. And there's a girl in there who uses a crossbow, an assassin. They destroyed her character. Of and course. They destroyed the movie. I was disappointed, man. I was so excited because I'd heard good things I about it. I still haven't seen the movie, but yeah. I watched it. I was expecting good things. Honestly, the first maybe 20 minutes was okay. Um, there was a good character arc in that, but mm-hmm. then it was just like an hour and a half of just random shit. It flatlined real change. fast. Yeah. Well, all the character growth stops after the first maybe 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. of, of, the, of the main character. And then the rest of it is just random action sequence after rent that not, that has no impact on her character has no impact on anyone else in the scene of course it's like if they took the first 20 <laughs> minutes and then the last two hours if they had compressed that into like five minutes yeah then it would have been a good movie it had been a good 30 hour like TV show but a 30 minute TV show 30 hours a I was like 30 wow hours. and then they stretched that over 30 hours <laughs> so you get one well, frame yeah. per day per day <laughs> Uh, yeah, it would have been a good like thirty minute episode because there was actually some good character growth in the beginning, but then then they did like thirty minutes of just ran, nothing. Like, it just drags it out, and nothing changes from that point forward. The character doesn't change at all. Mm-hmm. They they do their full arc in the first like fifteen minutes, and then that's it. And then have you seen the other Joker, the, like the serious one, Walking Phoenix? Not yet. Joker? I still want to watch that. No, one. watch that one. So fucking, I don't know whoever did Birds. Fucking DC, they suck. Oh, I was trying to figure out. I figured out, by the way, uh, Justice League, I didn't realize was directed by two directors. Okay. Uh, so Joss Whedon was one of them, but the other one was Search of the Nest, the last name Search of the Nest, Skyzer, Skyer, I'm totally off. Uh, Six, Sycamore. Sycamore. Skyler. Sky- uh, the fuck is his name? Anyway. So now I have to figure Did out. Did he do three hundred? Who is it? Maybe. Who is responsible for the badness that was Justice League? Is it Joss Whedon? I guess it's a kind of a toss-up because it's not really. 
either one of the directors. It could have been more one director and a bunch of producers. You know, they're like, hey, it'd be great if you could, like, you know, throw this guy in for no apparent reason. Yeah. Just make him show up. It's the third movie. You got to have three villains, you know. Because that's what, you know, Spider-Man 3 was so bad because they said, hey, you want, you know, at first he's like, I just want to do Sandman. You know, the Sandman arc is good. Mm-hmm. I like the Sandman arc. But then they're like, you know what? Throw Venom in there. Oh, yeah. And then throw Hobgoblin, too. Yeah, just put three villains yeah. in. And rewrite the uh, rewrite the backstory from the first movie. Yeah, yeah it makes no sense, but Whatever. yeah, you get those notes, you know. Yeah. Oh man, I'm starting to burn out, dude. What? I don't know how much more I have left in me. Starts with an S. Yeah, Samsonite. Samsonite. <laughs> Swanee, Sweeney. We were way off. Samson. Swanson, Swenson. They're like right there. Yeah. Here. Like, Samsonite. Um, dude, I'm burning out. I'm burning out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm burning out. Somebody make a song about burnout. <laughs> burnout was a good game. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> All right. So we, we talked on Spartans. We talked on diversity, bugology, birds. Birds. <laughs> bird sex. Yeah. Bird. Bird. <laughs> bird. What is that, Bambi? Yeah. Bird. Bird. Bambi's a great study on weakness. That he... And uh, genocide. <laughs> genocide. <laughs> His mom gets shot and he's just yeah. like, okay. Fire happens. <laughs> yeah. Fire. <laughs> Beavis is there. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, man. I wish they didn't need to bring that back. No, they did, and it didn't work. It didn't work out? No. Oh, I got to see it. Okay. Kind of, maybe I shouldn't. Not really, because you think of MTV now. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> was it the same guy doing it? Was it Mike? It's, who's the guy? Mike Judd. Mike, Mike Judd, right? Yeah. He's fucking amazing. Is he doing anything else? I've seen it. What, what have I seen last of him? Mm. We saw, I saw the, because he did the Idiocracy, right? That's mm-hmm. Mike Judge. He was Idiocracy. What King of the you? Hill. King of the Hill. Anything um, else he's doing? Nothing really. He hasn't done anything. All right. That I can think of. Sorry, man. Yeah. Justin. Justin. Yeah. I gotta adjust. Okay. Well, um, everybody say fuck you to Michael Bay this week. Uh, <laughs> do your do your due diligence. Yep. Um, and uh, what, what's the studio that runs him also? Um, pa- pa- Panasonic. Pa- no, it's, pa- not, it's not Panasonic. No, no. Sorry, Panasonic. Paramount. Paramount. That's the one. It says Samsonite. Samsonite. <laughs> <laughs> Swanson. Uh, Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, yeah. Say fuck you to them too. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the director you're saying to start ends with an S. Um, not Michael Bay. It's not Scorsese. It's not Sykes. It's not Sarah Cruz. It's not... Sarah <laughs> um, I think he did. Do three it? Okay, hold right, on. For the audience, yeah. okay, say something interesting. I'm doing a live search here. Oh, people did stuff a long time ago, and the ancient Greeks had 300 microbes per person. <laughs> and Snyder, machines. Snyder, yes, Zach Snyder. That's who it is. Yeah, he did 300. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, then he's awesome. <laughs> he did 300. He did um, that movie. With Batman. <laughs> Here's the thing is, I, I do think that some directors sometimes rely a little bit on uh, improv actors. 
Okay. And so what you might have is a situation where Joss Whedon relies a lot of on a lot of improv acting, but wasn't allowed to do the casting because he came second. Mm-hmm. So Zack Snyder may may have hired actors that he could work with. And then you go over to Joss Whedon. And he's he's he would have if he would have been in charge of casting. Maybe he would have cast uh, actors that are better at improv. And mm, so he maybe leans on that a little bit, right? On so on the one hand he's leaning on it. On the other hand, he's allowing for it. You're allowing the improv actors to kind of drive a little bit, mm-hmm. which can be good. They can work amazingly well if you've cast correctly. Yeah. But if you are if if one director who's leaning on a, who leans on a certain type of actors that they cast has to work with actors that someone else cast, you could potentially get um, a clusterfuck that way. And maybe that's what happened. Do then think- maybe they're both directors in their own right that are decent. Do you think Ben Affleck is kind of like that or no? Maybe. Oh, an improv actor? I don't think Ben Affleck is an improv actor. No. I think that's the problem. I don't think he is an improv actor at all. He may be like a method actor, I think, a little bit. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's... I don't think he's an improv actor. I don't think he's ready to dialogue on the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's part of the problem. He just seems more like the kind of guy that would come... He's like, I'm here to do my job. I do my job. I'm done. I don't think any of... Yeah. Well, I think he put work into it. Don't get me wrong. I think Ben Affleck is someone who would put work into it. I just don't think he knows how to fill his problems. I don't think he goes to the shoot expecting to be able to come up with dialogue on the fly. That's the thing. Because, or put his own spin on the dialogue. You know, you see these actors, like you see in, you know, uh, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You have like Captain, uh, Captain America, and he kind of does like that whole thing with uh, Falcon or anything. Right. You know, his co-host, you know, yeah. it's like. A lot of that banter yeah. is, is, is ad hoc. Yeah. Or they, or at least derive from the the source script, yeah. all right? And that's common, and it usually can lead to really, really compelling stuff because the latter because you have you have what the writer puts together, which is maybe one or two people, mm-hmm. right? And their problem space is somewhat limited, but then you you marry that yeah. again diversity. This is diversity of ideas. Same thing. In, inbreeding exists not just in genetics, but also in the idea space. Creativity comes from diversity of ideas, yeah. right? And so you have an actor that comes and bring their own flavor. And the more they're allowed to or empowered to do that, the better. Um, but if you hire young actors or actors that aren't experienced or not allowed, haven't been given a lot of opportunity to do that sort of improv acting, yeah. you can get really stale scripts. Well, you know I mean? even just stale scripts because they're not they're not trained to, you know, say I am this character and then they work in day to day kind of things like dialogue with other mm-hmm. characters. So they're still the, the superhero and they're bantering like this normal. But then you have the actors who are just like, I am the hero. This is my persona. I'm going to stick to it. You know, so take Ben Affleck versus Captain America. So you got him. He comes in. He's like, hey, you know, he talks in the Batman voice. He does his old Batman spiel. And he kind of works in some jokes here and there. Oh, they were painful. Yeah, and they're, they're, you, you don't land. They don't land at all. And there's the, there's the fucking Aquaman joke that he makes at Wonder Woman's expense, which is just, yeah. I, I fucking hate that line. You know what I mean? But then you got, like, Captain America, who is like, you know, he he's like, ah, oh, shit, you know. And then you got Iron Man going, language, you know. That kind of lands because you think of his character as the wholesome all-American guy mm-hmm. yeah. who would never do that. Yeah. But then you realize, hey, he is just a, another person who has these powers, though. And you're like, hey, give him some slack. But then they start teasing him. Yeah. 
Captain America. so good. Yeah. That see, moment is so good. That <laughs> moment is all you need. There wasn't a single one of those moments in Justice League. And that's honestly, that's the type of moment that makes or breaks the movie. And that's what's the difference between Marvel and DC. Because in the comic book realm, mm-hmm. you have Marvel who tells these outlandish stories and they make up these outlandish characters who are just living their lives, you know, but with powers and trying mm-hmm. to get by. Yeah. And you have Spider-Man. The, he's got yeah. problems with his girlfriend. You know what I mean? Problems with the girlfriend trying to get by, yeah. you know, saving people, getting mm-hmm. beat up by Doc Ock or whoever. Right. But he's getting by. He's doing yeah. his thing. But in DC, it's, it's all about the brooding, you know? It's Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just brooding. Exactly. It's so, that's so alien and out of touch from, from anything that you can connect to. I mean, I mean, take a look at the Superman movie, what they did last time. It was all about him being the allegory of Jesus, right? Yeah. Which he always is. He's always taken that way. Yeah. Superman. I don't. I don't think it's ever going to be possible. Say it's hard to. People say it's hard to make Superman movies. I think it's impossible. Yeah. Because he is a character that is. If you do him justice, if you actually uh, do his character the way that his character is supposed to be, true to form, mm-hmm. he's not relatable. No. And you can't enjoy like he. He would play a better villain. He is more of a villain now. I think in today's eyes, he is more of not the Boy Scout saving everyone who can yeah. defeat everything. He is more. The villain, because you you can relate to him lashing out at humanity more than you can relate to him wanting to protect humanity. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, kind of like the uh, who's the guy in fuck? What's that comic book series? They did the movie The Clock. There's the the, the guy with the face mask. Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. And they have the blue guy. Uh, uh Doctor Manhattan. Doctor yeah. Manhattan. He's, so I see Superman as is a better analog to Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan is an interesting character because he he retains his humanity only like a fraction of it. Mm-hmm. So stuff that would horrify people, like have you seen the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where the comedian shot that Vietnamese girl who was pregnant. Yeah. And he's like, dude, you're losing touch. You know, he turns to Doctor Manhattan. And he's like, you could have turned the ice, the bullet to snow. You could have turned the bullet to water. You could have saved her, but you didn't. You know. And he tells her, he tells him that, and he's like, you're losing your humanity. You know, you could have stopped me at any time, but you just sat there. So you're just an observer. You're not even part of our group. That's how the comedian was telling him, you're not human anymore. You're not us. But it's like Dr. Manhattan, he just sees like everything in his own logical ways. Like I can see the universe moving. I can see time, you know, Yeah. but he won't interfere. Unless he feels compelled to. Yeah. But yeah, he, again, like into Superman, he's just like, why would Superman even care, right? Why would he care? He has the, the, at no point have I ever seen a story that gave him a reason to care, except Lois Lane. That that's just the MacGuffin, you know. You know? Yeah, but it's oh, not, I love this girl, so I'm going to stick it's around. It's so external, it's so surface. There's nothing internal inside. You could of him. say Superman is like a perfect simp story, you know, like how they say men who are whipped. He's the perfect whipped superhero. Yeah, but those usually don't in real life. Those don't usually turn out well. No, never. You know what I mean, and that's the that's the problem that I think we have with it. Is in the re- real life, if his only reason to be here for humanity is Lois Lane, yeah. and he's that enamored with her, usually. In romanticism, in romantic, uh, whatever, yeah, she's going to be pushed away by that. <laughs> you would think, and that creates a souring situation. That yeah. that sour that that can turn him. You know what I mean? At any moment, you right? Know, I mean, you would think the government would be like ready for this. As if she dies, they make a clone. Yeah, they're like, here like, you go. We, look, nothing can happen to her. Yeah, she is what's keeping right. But that's like a horrible thing too. Like I hate that. That's kind of like te- you know having a living nuclear bomb. 
that right. only wants one thing. It's yeah. like, I want cheeseburgers. Yeah. So you give the bomb. She becomes like a slave for humanity, basically to like keep humanity alive. Like that's that's effed up. But that's that's the most real way that that would go down, though. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? As effed up as that is, that's the that's the 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 most real human character you can put on Superman. You know what I mean? That'd be an interesting picture, like Superman, like Jabba the Hutt with uh, Lois Lane as Leia and chains. Someone needs to do that with concept art. That'd be awesome. You know, someone, some artist. I don't know if we can feature that. I don't know if we can give you. I don't know. Oh. We'll put it somewhere. <laughs> we'll put your name on it. I don't know. That would be cool, though. Yeah. That'd be awesome to see. But yeah, I mean, he has no real reason to be here. Uh, he's like, oh, this is my home now. I like it here. Yeah, because I am. Give him fifty acres. Just, <laughs> just go. You can survive in outer space. Just there's other, there's other yellow stars. Go be somewhere else. <laughs> there's other yellow stars. Yeah, you know there's other places. <laughs> Superman's the ultimate immigrant. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't take too kind of Supermen's around here. We don't like your kind. He yeah. just pushes you through the wall. Yeah. Okay, we kind of do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I accept you. <laughs> I kind of like you now. <laughs> he just pushes you through the wall. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, if you're still with us here on Splayed, um, smash that like button if you can. If you're not, you know, if you're driving, then fucking just <laughs> hit the like, get your horn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honk the horn, honk your horn for us. Uh, but yeah, if you're somewhere where you can smash the like button, hit subscribe if you if you like what you see. Uh, we're hoping to keep bringing more awesome, awesome, chill ass content to you guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Hopefully, just make your week a little bit more smoother, make that ride a little bit more pleasant, a little more enjoyable. You know what I mean? That's something to think about. More human. <laughs> Diversify. Diversify for strength. Yes, diversify for strength, okay? Peace out. Yep. Have a chill last week on Splade.